0: Well, hello, everybody. Thank you again for joining me and happy signing day. Today is Wednesday. I'm actually recording this on signing day. Sometimes I record uh, things a few days earlier than when I actually post them. Um, But today is actually signing day. So uh, happy signing day, everyone. Congrats to all the 2021 athletes that are signing today um some a lot of you guys are having parties today which is fantastic um got to be a part of that a little bit today um some of you guys might sign you know next week um but whatever today's a big day um for the 2021 class for sure um for those of you guys that still are looking for schools and there's a few of you you know just keep keep plugging along keep working hard and and good things will happen um So, you know, signing day is obviously an exciting day for coaches, athletes, parents, and of course me. Um, I've really enjoyed being a part of this um, these last three years on this side. Uh, We had a little bit of scare there with signing day. There was some talk about them pushing it back. Obviously, they didn't, which is fantastic. Um, But it's a lot of fun seeing the athletes that have worked so hard through this recruiting process get um, you know, get that much closer um, to their goal of playing in college and and getting this this day and this kind of event. Um, so I want to talk about a couple things today. Uh the first one being uh signing day. I actually get a lot of um questions about signing day and kind of leading up to signing day. Um, and so wanted to talk about those a little bit with you guys. Uh, and these are these are general questions that I've gotten every year. Um really for for a, a long time um, about signing day. so um, some of the questions that I get um, the first one is um, our school isn't having a signing day until the week after um, or not until later in the spring you know what do we do um, and, and uh, the other question is if I'm walking on, can I still sign something or do I still get a quote unquote signing party okay do I still get to sign at my school and all that kind of stuff so, these are two normal questions that I get almost every year uh, and and in between, really. Um, and so I want to kind of explain these things to you guys. So the first one, um, our school isn't having a signing day until, um, you know, the week after. And, and really, signing day is really signing week. Um, you know, this is a dead period for Division One. It's currently a dead period because of COVID anyway, but or, or because of COVID, but any in a normal circumstance, um, you know, signing week signing day is, is during the middle of a dead period. So, um, uh, so, so really it's, it's almost a whole week of kind of signing. And at least for volleyball, obviously some other sports are different. Um, but for volleyball after, um, you know, the first day that you're allowed to sign, you can really sign at any time. Um, let's, some of the new rules, um, have, have, uh, made that possible. Um, but today is the first day that you're allowed to sign those, um, in OI. So, so today is, you know, technically signing day. Um, anyway, our school isn't having a sign day until the week after, till the next week after signing starts or not until the spring, you know, what do we do? Okay. Um, that is the, the first question here. And, and really, and not to say this negatively or, or anything like that, but it's kind of irrelevant when your school um, has its signing day. Okay, um, it, it really doesn't matter when your school is is having the party. Okay, some schools will do all the sports together. Some will do, you know, some some during the early signing period, and and some will do some in the spring. Um, when, when other sports will sign, some schools will combine them for all in the spring and they do one, uh, you know, big event, but it, but it doesn't really matter when your school is having their party. Okay. Um, if you are signing an NLI and, and that means you're getting scholarship dollars, your freshman year, the instructions that you get in your overnight shit packet. Okay. Cause it'll get overnighted to you um, or, or, you know, get it a couple days before, but that packet will have really good instructions on what you need to do and what needs to be signed and returned and what doesn't need to be signed and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Most people want to get this on day one. So that's, that totally makes sense. Um, you you want to sign your NLI. So you get locked into that because it's a binding agreement. It's a contract, right? So you definitely want to sign that on day one. Um, you know, if, if your party is not until two, two or three days later, I say sign it on day one and return it and be done. And you can sign a copy of it or whatever after that. Um, I know as a college coach, I had several parents would send me pictures at 630 in the morning and their daughter just got out of bed and she signed her thing. She signed her NLI before they even got ready for school. No hair, no makeup, no fancy pictures, Um, you know, sometimes they're still half asleep, but they're signing that NLI that morning as soon as possible. Um, and, and, you know, it doesn't matter. They're done, right? Once they sign it, they're done. They can take other pictures that other people will see, uh, later. Um, but you know, getting that NLI signed and, 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 um, sent back to the school is really, really important. You want to do that as soon as you can. Okay. Their party might be later that day, the next day or the next week. Um, but if you're getting your NLI, you want to sign that puppy and send it back as soon as possible. Okay. You can sign, like I said, a copy of your NLI or a blank piece of paper, whatever works for you, um, for the party. It doesn't, like I said, it it doesn't really matter. Um, I, again, it's, it's, you sign that on your own time. You don't have to sign at your party. Some high school coaches want you to, I don't have any sort of reason as to why they would want you to wait and sign it on the, on at that party. If it's me, you're signing that as soon as you can right away with, with, you know, no pomp and circumstance and getting it sent back to the school um, and, and, and be done. Okay. So that's, that's, if you're, if you're, you're getting money um, getting uh, athletic um, money that first year. Okay. So if you're walking on, there's nothing technically for you to sign as far as an NLI is concerned. Um, some schools, if you're getting academic money, you might get some sort of grant and aid or something like that. Um, and, and if you're walking on and getting one of those, you might have something to sign on November signing day. Um, but that's going to be dependent on the school and how fast they get stuff like that out. Again, I, I don't know all the details as far as that goes. I know they're not technically an NLI for you to sign, but there might be something else for you to sign. Um, chances are if you're walking on, then you're going to get some sort of quote unquote walk on piece of paper for you to sign. That looks nice. It looks official. Um, and it gives you something that you can sign for your signing day at your signing day party. Right. Um, usually it's a, I intend to walk on at the school, something like that. Um, so that, you know, you can have something to sign. Okay. Um, but, but to answer this question, as far as um, you know, if we're walking on, do we still get a signing party? Yes. If you are walking on somewhere, you should hundred percent have a signing party at your school or be involved in that signing party. Um, no one knows or or even really maybe cares whether you're walking on or on scholarship. Okay, you're playing at the next level. Signing parties signing parties are not only for those kids getting full rides or playing in the Power Five. Okay, Division three kids have signing parties too, right? So if you are walking on someplace then signing day is your day and you, you have a party, be a part of that party at your school. You sign something. Um, that's, it's, it's a big deal. Okay. As far as the date of that signing party for your school, it doesn't really matter when they choose to have the party. Um, just make sure that there is something the coach wants back or, or mailed to them. You get that back when they want it. Okay. So if they are sending you something and you're walking on, um, you know, if they're asking for that back at a specific time by a specific day, make sure you do that. okay? Um, so hopefully that uh, will will help kind of shed some light on signing day. Again, it doesn't necessarily matter when your school' is having uh, their signing party, right? The, the specific instructions in that packet that you receive as an athlete will explain to you what you need to do, what you need to have signed, when you need to have it signed by. Um, and, and how you get it back to the school, okay? Because getting it back to the school is really important, obviously. Um, so that's the pe- that's 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 the most important part. And if you are walking on someplace, yes, you should be involved with the signing party at your school, and you should have. It, it's a big deal, um, in my opinion. Okay, so uh, enjoy the signing day, um, and hopefully that will answer um, some of your guys' questions on that. Okay, thing two, Um, a question I got asked a couple weeks ago, and I think this is a good question, Um, and I think it's a very relevant question, which is why I'm talking about it, Um, but but a dad asked um, about playing in the Power Five and getting recruited, okay? And he asked, is it still hard to get recruited to the schools in the bottom of the Power Five? Okay, I think this is a really good question, like I said. Um, and I'll try to answer this question, uh, three different ways or, or three ways. I'll, I'll try to respond to this question in three ways. Um, if you want more statistical information about playing in the power five, go to my blog, um, scroll down to the, so you want to play in the power five blog. Um, and I've got all the statistical information about what percentage of division one athletes are playing in the power five, how many of them are on scholarship, Um, What the roster size looks like and all that information. I did all the statistics for you guys, um, so you can look at it. And it is a very, very elite group um, that are playing in the Power Five. Okay, so if that's something you want to do, go look at that information, and it'll help um, put some perspective into how difficult that really is because it is really difficult. Not that you can't do it, but that it's really difficult. Okay, there's a very small amount of athletes, even at the Division One level, um, that are in the Power Five. Okay, so. So, is it hard to get recruited to schools in the bottom of the Power Five? Right. So, you're talking about the you know the the, the worst schools in the SEC, ACC, Big Ten, Big Twelve, Pac Twelve. Okay. Is it hard to get recruited to those schools? Second, second response to this question. Um, my least favorite thing about taking over a unsuccessful program was what that was that I got emails and phone calls regularly and really far too often that went something like this. Um, So and so will she will really help your program, or she'll make your gym better, or she's going to help you win. Okay. Usually, some film follow along with these type of statements, right? And the assumption was that because we were bad, this kid would help us, right? Um, These people that were usually telling me this had three things in common, okay? They had no idea who I was, none of them were friends of mine. Um, They didn't know any of my athletes. And they had never been in my gym or practice in my gym for a practice or a home game. Okay, so they didn't know me. They didn't know any of my athletes. Okay, so no relationship to any of the the current athletes on my roster. And they had never been in my gym to watch a practice or a home game or even a away game, most likely, right? But but all the people that would send me emails or phone calls that had that statement um, had those three things in common. all hundred percent. Okay. Um, Chances are, if they were saying something like that, I couldn't even be sure they had watched a college volleyball game in the last year or so, right? Um, And and because we have to have some perspective here, right? Um, And and amazingly enough, I stopped getting those emails and phone calls when we finished in the top three conference, right? Um, I got them a lot when we were 12th out of 13, um, but stopped getting those phone calls and emails when we finished um, third in the conference, okay? So, so when I got to this side, one of my things that I promised myself I wouldn't do, what I would, I would not sit here and tell a college coach, hey, this kid's going to make your gym better, okay? Unless I knew them, I knew the kids they currently had on their roster, I had been there to watch them play, and I knew 100% that this kid could make that team better because I had that context and perspective. So, until I have those three things, I don't make that statement, and I tell college coaches that all the time. Um, right? Jason, could this kid play in the big twelve? I'm like, I don't know. You're the one that practices with a team that plays in the big twelve all the time. You play against teams in the big 12. Do you think this kid could play in your program, right? So I, I'm not the I'm not the best um, answer of that question, right. Um, I, I can give the perspective that I have, right? And I can say, well, I think she's better than this kid on your roster. I think she might be better than this kid on your roster. Um, but I, I only have the perspective that I have. Okay. I, I do not make the assumption um because it's it's was literally one of my least favorite things. And I know a lot of other coaches that feel the same way. Okay. Um, so again, um, uh, when I was bad, uh when I was coaching a not successful program and 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 we were trying to work our way up in the conference, I got those emails and phone calls all the time. And then when we finished in the top three, stopped getting them, right? Um, so that's, that's my second uh, answer to the question. First one is um, go check out the blog. It's second one would be it's a coach's least favorite thing to, to hear that, hey, this kid is going to help you better when you have no context or perspective, okay? Um, third part, just because a power five school is quote unquote bad doesn't mean that they are lowering their standards, right? Um, they are still most likely trying to find the most athletic, most physical kids they can find volleyball at that level is like boxing right and and you don't put a 150 pound boxer in the ring with a 250 pound boxer right it is not going to be pretty right so so yes they might not be as good or as talented they might have a couple missing pieces but that doesn't mean um that that they're going that they're going out there and not competing right they're They're going out there and competing every night. Those coaches are working their tails off, trying to figure out how they can, you know, make their team better, make their team more successful, Um, you know, scout a little bit better, practice a little bit better, right? Those girls are still in the gym lifting, right? Just because it's a not successful Power 5 program doesn't mean that those coaches and athletes aren't close, right? Um, At that level, you know, it's a little bit here or there. That that can make a huge difference, right? Always talk about football is a game of inches, volleyball is a game of millimeters, right? Um, A lot of times these coaches are taking over a losing program, maybe, Um, and so they are looking really hard for the best player that they can get and an athlete that's going to help them win at their level, okay? Not someone that's going to keep them consistent at the bottom of the Power Five, okay? They want someone. That's going to help them win the conference. Okay, there's a, There can be a huge difference between those two things, right? Um, the, def- the difference between a 5'10 and 6'2 player is huge. The 5'10 player might be more skilled, but if I can jump higher and hit the ball harder at 6'2 than the 5'10 kid, even if it's with less precision and less finesse, then that 6'2 kid can probably beat the 5'10 kid. Not all the time, right? There's definitely exceptions out there. I can say that. Um, but when I'm looking at what I need to improve, and I'm looking and I'm staring at a a front row that's six four, six five, six six, and I've got all these five ten, five eleven, you know, kids in my front row, I need to get bigger. I need to get a little bit more physical. I need to get stronger. Okay, so those are the things that, that those coaches are trying to do to bridge the gap between them and other programs. Right? Again, they might not be as talented skill-wise or technique-wise maybe they haven't been playing volleyball since they were 10 okay but they are looking for those kids that are going to help them get over that hump right um and and they're they're not lowering their standards okay so yes it is difficult to get recruited at the bottom of the power 5 okay the type of kid that they are looking for at those levels is elite and those schools that are sitting outside the power 5 but still in the top 25 to 50 it's insanely competitive there as well Right. So just because a school is outside of the power five doesn't mean that they're trying to get, um, you know, worse talent or, or worse athletes or anything like that. OK, um, there's schools outside of the power five that are in the top 25, that they're in the top 50. OK, um, they're trying to get those one to two recruits that are going to push them up a couple notches, help them win the conference tournament. OK, um, not go eight and eight in the conference tournament. They're trying to find those athletes that are going to help them win either right? there's, there's a difference there. And so, um, you know, if, if you're, if you're looking at a, a triangle or a pyramid um, and all the recruits in the country are in that pyramid, right. The look at the, the very top of the pyramid and the very bottom at the very top, there's going to, there's a small amount of space. There's a small amount of athletes that fit into that space. Okay. And those are the athletes that are going to help you win a national championship going to get you back into the final four, get you back into the elite eight, right? There's there's a small, minute group of athletes that are going to help you do that. And as you work your way down the pyramid, the the space gets bigger. There's more athletes in that space, okay? And coaches are trying really, really hard to get um, athletes from as high up in that pyramid as they can, right? And as, they, as you work your way down, there's more kids, there's more competition, right? So, Um, you know, where I was at division one, um, I could really pick and choose the athletes that I wanted, the athletes that I thought were going to make the biggest difference in our program. And that goes for personality. It goes for work ethic as well as talent, skill, all that kind of stuff. Okay. So, so yes, it is still very difficult to get recruited at the bottom of the power five. Okay. again, I think, I think it's a great question. Uh, go, go check out the blog, um, post on that if you haven't. Again, coaches hate hearing things like "this kid's going to make your program better." Um, You know, again, that that takes some some very specific perspective, in my opinion. Um, And so that's that's uh, you know, I I think part of that answer. And then, um, you know, these coaches are looking for top notch, top tier kids, whether they're um, 0 and 12 in the conference or or not, right, or six and six in the conference. Okay, they're still looking for. Um, elite athletes. So so happy signing day. I hope today is an awesome day. Um, I hope to see a lot more pictures up on social media from from all these athletes signing over the next few days. Because again, schools are going to have their parties at different days. And uh, looking forward to see more 2021 athletes out there who are um, right now uncommitted, get committed and have, have those signing parties, um, have those signing days, because that's definitely a big deal. So Thank you guys for listening. And as always, coaches are people too. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. If you would like more tips, updates, or recruiting assistance, go to my website, privolleyball.com. Check out my blog or reach out to me directly if you have any other questions. You can also find me on social media. On Facebook and Instagram at Parallel Recruiting Initiative. If you need specific recruiting help, I have a d- couple different ways I can help you. Please reach out to me on my website or social media. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. If you have found this podcast interesting, helpful, or beneficial, or you're just a huge fan of myself, then please think about donating to the PRI Talk podcast. I would love to continue bringing you recruiting advice as well as information on current volleyball events, and your support can definitely help make that happen.